0: My name is Angie Reno, and I'm a mom on a recovery journey from family dysfunction, addiction, and perhaps all that simply comes with the human condition. I'm not a licensed therapist, although I will always encourage seeking out professional help. I know therapy has changed my life for the better. There are many of us on this path towards recovery, so let's walk gently. Welcome to Siblinghood of Recovery. Hey, recovery community. Well, it's been a minute. The last episode I dropped was in March. And since then, I've moved households. I caught COVID. I got pink eye. And I think I have a a hernia. I don't do you say Anne? no, you say a a hernia from coughing too much. Yeah, you can't make this up. So I did take some time off from podcasting. I did have to get my podcast set up in my new office, and I love it. I have a much more ergonomically comfortable place. That being said, going to dive right into it. This episode is about Narcan. I follow moms for all paths of recovery. I had Susan Osterman on my podcast a few months ago, and if you want to listen to it, it is episode 34. It was an amazing introduction to her journey, which is definitely a hard one. She lost her son to an overdose. And as she goes into what that meant to her, because they were journeying into his recovery at the time, it is a very deep story, one I cannot summarize in a minute. There is a concept called harm reduction. I heard about it a couple years ago, didn't understand it. Thank God I was open enough to listen and understand what it consists of. There are avenues to take. That's one of complete intervention and cutting the family member off. There are other avenues that consist of a more gradual approach to dealing with the problem at hand. I have, since the last episode, been trained at a layman's level on craft, and that's a great example. The craft approach is celebrating the small steps towards recovery versus the intervention and, and cutting the person off from the family unit for a review of craft and its very high level, I would listen to season three, episode 47, Cordelia Kraus interview, and she could introduce you to the craft concept. I also have links on my website to craft resources. So that being said, one of the conversations that I wanted to have with my youngest who still lives with me was about Narcan. And the problem that we have right now is the fentanyl crisis. Fentanyl can be found even in marijuana. There are countless stories where kids are taking Xanax recreationally, and it is laced with fentanyl, and the kids' lives are lost. From the New England Journal of Medicine, there was an article that was recently posted June 21st, actually, 2023, that cites fentanyl-associated overdose deaths outside the hospital increased drastically. Some of this was due to the pandemic. And I'm going to quote, in March 2022, 12-month drug overdose fatalities reached their highest recorded level in the United States with an estimated 110,360 deaths. So... It kind of hit me when I was unpacking and setting up the house. I do now have a gas uh, stove. And as I'm looking around the kitchen, I'm thinking safety. And sure enough, I think actually it was Facebook. Yeah, they do read my thoughts. But on Facebook, a fire blanket advertisement came to my feed. And I was like, well, this is a no brainer. So I bought it uh, for 19 bucks. And sure enough, two came in. So when my son, who's 19 now, and he's living uh, south of us, he came up to visit and like, hey, would you like one? He's like, yeah, absolutely. And I started thinking about how we are so ready to plan for the unexpected in household living and even camping, taking care of a car, right? You get AAA, you know, hey, I might get a flat tire, When it comes to substance use, even if it is recreational, if I were to say to you, here's a fire blanket and here's some Narcan, you'd be like, you've overstepped your boundaries. And I would get that if you said that. But if we were close enough and I was able to talk to you about, hey, look, you and I both know that kids, I mean, we were kids, they want to try things. They want to go out and experiment life. And some of that means, hey, having a beer or trying a gummy that they think is, you know, filled with THC. The problem is these days that THC can now be laced with fentanyl. One of the interesting things that is on a, an excellent podcast, it's Peter Atia, episode 243. He interviews Anthony Hippolito, a sheriff deputy in Hayes County, Texas. Excellent 33 minutes of your life to listen to. They talk about how counterfeit pills, currently a lot of the supply comes from China. Because there's a crackdown, however, there is a shift in supply. Some of it is now coming from India. And now Mexico is actually manufacturing fentanyl. I'm in supply chain for a living. I've been in supply chain for 30 years. It's just a fact of any supply chain that you look for the lowest raw material cost to make your profit. That being said, our Justice Department just announced, this was on June 23, 2023, so this is last week, they announced charges against China-based chemical manufacturing companies and they have announced arrests of executives that are making fentanyl, which is fantastic. The challenge becomes, where is that new source of fentanyl going to come from? that new supply is most likely going to come from Mexico. And the problem with that is that new supply will probably be more dangerous. There is a blog on Chris Murphy's gov site. He's a uh, Senator Murphy. I'm not going to get into politics on this podcast. It's just not worth it. To my very point, this was a bipartisan delegation of US lawmakers that went down to Mexico to speak with the Mexican president Andreas Miguel Lopez Obrador, the blog was published on March 23rd. This bipartisan delegation is focused on reducing the amount of fentanyl that is coming into the U.S. This is a huge challenge for us right now. And this goes right back to the fire blanket. Look, we know that 110,000 deaths a year Is unacceptable. We also know that our kids are going to be exploring. That is what they do. That is how their brain is wired. And don't take it from me. Listen to a neuroscience podcast. Listen to Andrew Huberman. The way their brains are wired is to go out and experience life. Go out and take risks. The problem is that some of that includes consequences that they're not planning for. So back to the original part of this podcast is I had a conversation because of Susan Austerman with my youngest about Narcan. There's no way that I am even remotely worried about my youngest taking drugs. We have been (laughs) through so much in this recovery journey and I can never quantify the value of it, the beauty, the beauty of that suffering that we all went through, because we we still are coming out of the other side of it, knowing so much more than we did even, you know, 72 months ago. So it's not really the drug use that is the conversation. It is, hey, this is the spare tire in the back of the car. Because I am friends with Susan Osterman on Facebook, I messaged her, and sure enough, she was on her way (laughs) to campaign to yet another state talking about how recovery isn't just a black and white process. So I messaged Susan. I said, hey, I want to talk to my kid about Narcan. And she said, go to nextdistro.org, and I'm going to put all of this stuff in my show notes. So I entered everything I needed to in the survey. I said, nope, I'm not using. This is just, I want to know where I can get Narcan and I can just keep it. And I received two packages of Narcan nasal spray, four MGs each, two units per box for free. Next Distro gave my information. Nobody reached out to me. Nobody sent me an email, but they gave my information to Floridians for Recovery and the website that sent me the two free packages, www.flhrc.org. So if you're a Florida resident, you can go there. Not only is that a resource for Narcan, there's so many other recovery tools on that site. There's also a uh, QR code to request more free Narcan. So in other words, I could take this card and hand it out to anybody that I you know, felt might need it. And there's also free HIV testing. On a sidebar, I work with data every single day of my life. I even work in innovation projects where I'm looking at AI, I'm looking at ML, I'm looking at RPA, right? I know that there is, in the back of some people's mind, where is my data going, right? Who's collecting the data? But at some point, and this is the point, it is life and death. It's about the what if scenarios. What if kids are at a party, they get recreational drugs on Snapchat, they come to my house, my son is there, he has friends, he wasn't with them when they got the drugs, he he didn't partake in the Snapchat function, but they're still his friends, these are friends that he's had since he was in kindergarten, and some of them from VPK, which is our pre-K system here in Florida, Right. And here's where I'm coming from. If somebody is ordering THC and that drug is laced with fentanyl, I want to be prepared. I grew up in Miami in the eighties. People ask me, what was it really like? I'm like thinking to myself, if I told you every single thing that I saw, you'd be like, no wonder she was in trauma therapy. But joking aside, these kids don't know what they are getting when they're ordering drugs over social media. And how I got the Narcan, it was free because people know there is a whole community out there that knows how dangerous recreational drug use, especially anything ordered over Snapchat, can be. So you know what? They can have my data. The big point of this podcast is, this episode is, if you're gonna buy a fire blanket for the kitchen, think about Narcan as your fire blanket. Think about how there's so much fentanyl out on the street today. Any kid that wants to get Xanax, they're not going to go to their mom, they're not going to go to the dad, they're going to get it from Snapchat, they're going to get it from their friends. And... That supply chain is unstable. That supply chain is incredibly dangerous. Have some Narcan. Have the conversation with your kid. Be realistic. Just say, you know, I was there, believe it or not. But back in the day, what I had was pretty harmless compared to what's going on right now with all the drugs that are available on uh, social media. I did have a conversation with my youngest. Um, He was, he listened. And we all know when, with teenagers, when you get them to listen, it's like, woohoo, it's a win. Oh, I got a win. So, uh, yeah, we have, uh, two packs in our house and God willing, they stay in the house for a long, long time and they're never used. But if I do need them, they are there. And I'm also going to get one more for the car. So there you go. Listen, this is not easy stuff. I have one of those podcasts that every time I record, I think, man, I hope I don't have too many people listen, because <laughs> that means that there's an issue. It means there's a challenge. It means that you're up against something right now. And it, 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 it's hard. This walk is so hard sometimes. But I want you to know that there's also beauty in it. There's beauty in knowing that you're not the only one there's beauty in knowing that you have the ability to build a community that will support you, a community that will understand what you're going through. All right. Well, that's all I got for today. My voice is slowly recovering. I had to pause this a couple times and, and uh, cough and feel my hernia. <laughs> so there is that. But anyway, I do appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. And please be good to yourself. To connect with me, visit Siblinghood of Recovery on Instagram or visit my website www.siblinghoodofrecovery.com. Although I'm not overly active on social media, I'll get back with you as soon as I can. On my site, I'm committed to providing free resources. You'll find links to information that point towards 12-step meetings, craft-based therapy programs, and much more. But please, most of all, Know you're not walking this journey alone. Simply from being human, we're a community that is growing each and every day. Be well, and I'll talk to you soon.